Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Hello, listeners. Hello, good morning. I always like to envision all of our listeners listening in the morning. So yeah, it drops at 6 a.m. So I'm sure that they're listening to this at 6 a.m. on a Tuesday. Absolutely. Who would good want morning. to? Good morning. You are listening to the Naked Truth Podcast. My name is Heather. And my name is Mary Catherine. Now that I swallowed my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> are you really drinking coffee? Because even though it's 6 a.m., for you listeners, because I'm sure you're listening at 6 a.m., it is not 6 a.m. when we are recording this. Heather, so, I could drink a 20-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew. And not that I would, because I'd probably go into sugar shock. But I could drink a 20-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew and fall asleep like a baby. Oh, wow. You're one of those. Not me. Not me. But whoo. All righty then. So you're drinking the, the real stuff. Coffee, oh, I'm drinking right leaded. Now. Yeah, this is leaded. Okay, it's 9 p.m. at night, folks, just so you know. 9 p.m. at night. When do you go to bed? Mary Catherine, what time? What time is your bedtime? It depends on the day. Tonight, I will probably fall asleep somewhere around 10 o'clock. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. And you know what? This is a perfect segue into this week's episode this is so, yeah we're in season six we're talking everything Huga. we are taking lessons and teaching you little things that we have learned about the concept of Huga from denmark the happiest country in the world for over 40 years running so this week it's episode four and we're going to talk about Huga morning and evening routines. So yes, actually, one of the evening routines that I wrote down that I'm really not going to discuss, but we're discussing it anyhow, was setting a bedtime. So the fact that we're talking about bedtimes and, um, you know, do not take a lesson from Mary Catherine. Do not drink coffee an hour before you intend to go to bed. So what, if it's, that. what if it's I, decaf? Well, sure. Okay. Okay, fair, fair, fair. You know what? Here, let's, you know what we're going to do? We're going <laughs> to click, stop. We're going to rewind this podcast. And let's just pretend, listeners, that I am drinking decaf. There you go. And then there you go. Because if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about how the Danish really identify with hot drinks. So anyway, if, if that makes no sense to you, listen to last week's so here we go this week's 
morning and evening huga routines. We're here to discuss the routines and give you ideas. Actually, Mary Catherine is going to talk with you about her morning and evening huga routine. And I, in my research, have come up with some new ideas for morning and evening routines. And I don't do them. They just intrigued me. So she's going to talk about what she actually does. I'm going to talk about what I want to perhaps do and what I'm, and then I, I would love to inspire you all to do them along with me or just a couple. Doesn't have to be all of them. But so this episode. And, and we've done episodes like this before where we talk about, you know, kind of a list. Um, we've, we're on season six and throughout our seasons, um, our podcasts, we've gone over, you know, our tips and tricks and things that have worked for MC and I, MC, short for Mary Catherine, um, you know, pending. Yep. And really my brain and many people's brains, they do very well with lists. They do very well with, you know, boxes that we can check and I love a step-by-step guide I love step-by-step guides love them so this episode you know morning and evening huga habits will satisfy or routines morning and evening will satisfy those who want a list of ideas on how you can apply huga when you wake up and when you go to bed because really oftentimes those are the key times that we start something new, if you think about it, morning and evening. So, mm-hmm. and this is not a morning or evening huga boot camp. So, no, uh, literally pick something new and intriguing from what MC and I are going to bring you, something that stands out and try it. Um, because as we've learned about huga, it's about setting up our surroundings with things that bring us calm contentment and that's different for all of us um okay oh i there's a quote that before we get started um and it's about it's about rituals and habits Ooh, lewis hose and the key to forming good habits is to make them part of your rituals i have a morning ritual afternoon ritual in Sunday ritual, it's one way to bundle good habits into regular time that you set aside to prepare yourself for the life you want. Rituals help you form habits. Ooh, I like that. There we go. So, you know, if we changed that routine and made bedtime, you know, a sacred period where we nourish ourselves, you know, think about that. What if we change that? Um, And, you know, once we examine the way we live our life and create an intentional way of living, we can transform how our days unfold. And really, it starts with how we begin our day and end our day, or that's where it oftentimes does start. Successful people, if you you ask successful people what they do, they typically set up their next day with nightly rituals. And... Reminder, you don't have to try all of these at once. Pick one new habit, do it be- until it becomes a routine. And, you know, hopefully these ideas will will help you bring some huga into your morning and your evening. 
So why don't you talk to us, MC, about what you're already doing? What's your, what's your, let's talk about the morning. Well, I will say that my morning, I, I too am a list lover. Oh yeah. And I also am a creature of habit. And as my friend Amu will tell you, I'm loyal to a fault. Like you are good luck, good luck trying to get me to change my massage therapist, my hairdresser, my dentist, uh, my, you know what I mean? Like her podcast co-host, everybody <laughs> don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. She's not changing. I am a creature <laughs> of habit. Um, but I, I would say good habits, right? So as I was preparing for this episode, I, I started to do research and what I found was that I was reading through these books and these articles about morning and evening hygge routines and, um, you know, hygge morning habits and hygge evening habits. And as Heather said, not all of them were ones that I use or utilize or do. And I thought, well, I can share all of those with you or I can share with you what I do and I, I can't speak to things that I do not do and the benefits from those things because I don't experience them. So I try to just go through a rundown of what my morning looks like. And I, I'm, I shouldn't even say this because a lot of people are going to hate me for it. But so I wake up at 5 a.m. every day to get ready for work. But when I ever sleep in, do you sleep in on Saturdays and Sundays? Um, so this is why people are going to hate me. Yes and no. Um, I very rarely does the Saturday or Sunday come and go that I don't wake up sometime between five and 6am. I, I will now, do I go back to bed sometimes? Yes, but I, it, it, I, I have to wake naps? up. Um, not normally, <laughs> not normally. Like I, and the reason I'm stutter about me a little bit is that you're catching me on a bad day because I just got home last night from my niece's wedding and it was a 10 hour drive home. So I was a passenger in the car. So I slept a lot in the car. So I took a lot of car naps, but I don't feel car naps are <laughs> they don't normal count. naps. They don't count. <laughs> and I slept in this morning because I was freaking exhausted. So my alarm went off at five, but I did not get out of bed until 535. So you're catching me. Yeah, I don't want to lie to our listeners, but you're catching me on an off week. Five. Because... five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. But, um, I, so listeners, I'll make you feel much better about yourself. <laughs> about yourself well so prime prime example while we were away for this wedding um my sister-in-law and i decided that saturday morning we were going to get up and go work out at the hotel gym we had had the rehearsal dinner the night before so we thought okay eight o'clock should be safe right it'll give us time to sleep so i set my alarm for seven i i woke up at 10 after six and i couldn't go back to sleep so i my my body is wired to get up early in the morning but so as i was writing down my morning routines i got thinking you know 
you, you think about kids and they're you know, now that we're going back to school, I'm seeing all of these memes and comics on Facebook about how, you know, kids, you can never get them out of bed during the week for school, right? Saturday hits 555. They're in front of the television, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but why is that? Right. Until well, they're major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're more excited for the day because mm-hmm. it's their day. Right. So I try to do things in my morning routine that make me feel like that every day. Like I've got this whole day ahead of me. Right. Because really, when you think about it, yes, you do have to go to work, but a day is a day. Mm-hmm. Every morning you wake up, it's better than the alternative. So every morning should bring with it that excitement. So when I wake up in the morning and that alarm goes off at five and I get out of bed at five or as this morning, Heather, at 535, <laughs> at five when, I, when I slept in, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to incorporate <laughs> yoga, stretching and breath into my morning. And I, I will say my morning routine does not look at 45 what it looked like at 35. I habitually would get up every morning um, before I move before I moved in with Mark when I lived in my apartment um, and I would meet a friend my friend Annette and I would walk in town four miles almost every morning. It, my, my morning routine looks a little bit different because it, I'm finding as I age <laughs> that it's not always easy to feel motivated for early morning workouts. And if I can incorporate yoga and breath into my morning, your body will wake up in a very natural and very energizing way. And it's a game changer. And I'm not talking about, um, you know, warrior three or headstand or, you know, any type. I mean, if you want to do that in the morning, great, more power to you. But I'm just talking about some stretching, some breathing, and just bringing movement into your body and bringing breath into your body and bringing awareness into your body. And that is wonderful. And at the end of my practice, when it calls for a short meditation, I, I'm, I'm Peloton junkie. I'm, I'm once again, I'm loyal. I'm a brand loyal, <laughs> loyalist when it comes to Peloton. And so what I will do is I will find a 10 or a 15 minute yoga routine to do in the morning. And I will follow that up with a 10 minute meditation on my Peloton app. And it motivates me for my day. It puts my mind in the right place. Um, and I also, I, I pray every morning on some mornings I will journal, but I try not to have my journaling be restricted by time. If I have something in my mind that I need to get out, or I, if I have something on my heart that I need to get out, I journal and I will make time to make that happen if need be. But, um, that's more indicative of whether or not I, the journaling is more indicative of whether or not I need it. There are some people that swear by journaling every morning. I don't, but I do pray every morning. Um, as we talked about in last week's episode, 
there's something about sitting down for my morning quiet time when I've with the Lord, when I've got a hot cup of coffee in my hand, there's just something about that, the, the hygge that comes from that hot drink and the coziness that comes from it. That's definitely part of my morning routine. Um, podcasts. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm not only a client of the hair club for men, I'm also the president or I'm not the president of the hair club for men. I'm also a client. I'm not only a podcaster. I do listen to them as well. Um, and I subscribe to several different podcasts that are all motivational, um, deal with personal development, inspirational, and I turn them on and listen to them while I curl my hair in the morning. There's a lot of, um, you know, just short 10 minute, 15, 20, 30 minute podcasts. You know, they don't have to be an hour, hour and a half long. Um, and they put you in your right mindset for the day. I, I will say, I, <laughs> I've probably watched and rewatched Mad Men. I don't even know how many times. And <laughs> I used to have it on in the morning when I would curl my hair. And what I found was that, I mean, it's a great show. Don't get me wrong, but I, I mean, I love John Hamm, but watching Don Draper spiral into his alcohol binges and and aren't they? Isn't that show it's dark, extremely demeaning to women? <laughs> potato, potato, anyway. Heather. We're talking about Huga morning routines right now. Let's not. Let's not talk about the, okay. the. I'm glad that you've shifted to the podcast versus having Mad Men. Mad well, but, Men. But, I, but, I watched like two episodes of it and I'm like, okay, yes, John Hamm is very pleasant to look at and it's very good acting. And I'm sure if I stuck with it for even four to five episodes, I would be hooked because I've heard it's fantastic. And I'm all about a really good Netflix, Hulu it, or Amazon prime. It's on, it's on freebie on Amazon prime with ads, but okay. okay. I, it, 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 it's the show isn't demeaning to women. The time period was demeaning to women. <laughs> so, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Right. But, but my point yeah. is, is that I don't want to watch Don Draper go get, well, I, oh, I almost gave a plot line away, so I'm going to bite my tongue because I don't want to spoil this. The show is too spectacular to spoil. Um, but I, I mean, not to get too far off topic, but if you haven't watched it already, freaking watch it. Like, I mean, it's just watch it, Heather. You're going to love it anyway. Okay. Okay. There, he, he goes to some very dark places. And although I love the show, that's not what I need to be watching first thing in the morning. No. I should no. be listening to a Stephen Furtick, uh, Elevation Church, um, podcast, or um, I Optimal Living Daily is one. It's each one is only ten to fifteen minutes long, um, and he reads blogs every day, and they're personal development blogs. There, it's phenomenal. It just puts you in a good state of mind. The Mindset Mentor, Rob Dial Jr., excellent podcast. Um, so yes, I've been less John Hamm and more motivational podcasts, which I would argue everybody needs John Hamm in their life, but probably not Don Draper, John Hamm. Um, <laughs> and when when Heather was talking about quotes, it, I did find this quote in researching this episode, and it has become not 
this hasn't become part of my morning routine per se. It's become um, a mantra that I repeat to myself throughout the day. But I do think about it during my cozy huga prayer time with the Lord every morning. In 2005, Steve Jobs gave a commencement address at Stanford. And he said that one of the keys to his success was for 33 years, the question he asked himself while he looked at himself in the mirror every morning was, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And what if we took five minutes out of our morning and asked that question of ourselves? How would our lives change? And what I find is that asking myself that question throughout the day, it's incorporating more kindness. It's incorporating more present life living. And it's incorporating more enjoyment and comfort into my life. It's, it's like mini huga moments throughout the day as I repeat that to myself. And that is, that's my morning routine in a nutshell. I'm sad now that I don't watch John Hamm anymore in the morning, but <laughs> I digress. Well, like I said in the beginning, I, I do have a morning and an evening routine, but what I'm going to talk about is, is kind of the, the things in researching this, some of the ideas that I found that struck me that I, I would like to adopt daily or or maybe I'm already doing them but they had what I was reading had a different spin and that's what I want to share with you but a couple quotes so uh, for morning routines I came across this this quote and it's from Hudson Taylor do not have your concert first and tune your instruments afterward begin the day with God so and I'm going to talk about prayer in a second but before I do and before there is a Huga inspired Facebook group out there. And I think there's like, last I looked like, I don't know, 75,000 to 100,000 people that have shared it. It is called Creating a Cozy Life Group. And I joined it up on my algorithms, probably because I liked a few things. And people share photos, you know, breathtaking views, ideas. Sometimes they vent a little, but nothing toxic, not no toxic venting, but just talking about, about an experience, um, things that just make you feel a little more snug, even like recipes. So it's, it's, I just joined it. There's 80,000 people in it. There you go. See, so creating a cozy life. It's a group. Huga style. Huga style. Huga style, creating, creating a cozy life. So I wanted to put that out there. And then this is an author that I love. Her name is Victoria Erickson. I follow her all over the place, especially on Instagram. She has beautiful quotes that she puts up that are very shareable. I love it. And here's another quote. Every morning you rise, I want you to remember this. There are amazing things to be part of and fight for and feel because the world will unlock hundreds of doors when you give this day all the courage, love, and intensity you can. I mean, talk about inspiring. If you were to, to wake up and be in, in, in Victoria Erickson, look into that. So here are my ideas. And number one, you talked about stretching and yoga and stuff. So 
I am not a morning exerciser. I, I've tried. I've given it my best shot. I, it is not going to happen, folks. It not everybody. Not, it's not for everybody. It is not going to happen. It is not. I, you know, I'm 45 years old, going on 46, and I genuinely, I, in fact, I would really love to be that kind of. Right. I, you know, you know, do all these morning gym things, but it, no, it's it, I, no. I have to have somewhat of a slow yet meaningful morning and so the simple art of stretching even if you're still lying in bed just stretching every part of your body um it can have a it does a calming effect on your body your mind increases your blood flow you can google stretches before your feet even hits the floor in the morning. Um, and so I thought, what well, I'm going to bring that up because for those of you who are like me, who are not, who are not 535 AM <laughs> bust out of bed, ready to take on the day. Maybe you gotta just go a little more slowly. That's okay. Um, and next prayer. So, uh, about six months ago, a friend of mine, um, got me into this concept of in, in the morning and centering prayers. So I have taken on that. Um, again, I won't get too deep into that. There's all kinds of centering type prayers out there just to, to kind of manifest your day, but mornings can be hectic. Our minds can feel overwhelmed. Um, starting every day I have found, with that type of centering prayer that's intentioned and, you know, it's God centered um, versus reacting to what each 24 hours brings. I have found to be very fruitful and um, you know, asking God to guide you on the path of your day to make right decisions, both business and personal um, praying for others and um, it's, it can be a time to give thanks, naming things you're grateful for. Um, a lot of people, you, I am sure if you are involved in any sort of, uh, sort of you know, self-help, uh, reading, anything in the past, you will hear about the magnitude or importance of, you know, a gratitude journal and especially in the morning. And so I don't do that. I, I don't, I, I am a journaler, but I do not journal in the mornings. Uh, but, but if you are also not a morning journaler, but yet you want to get into a gratitude practice during that centering prayer, oftentimes is a good time. And I found a quote by my beloved Prince like literally Prince. How often do we have quotes out there from Prince himself, the purple King? Um, every day I feel is a blessing from God and I consider it a new beginning. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Everything is beautiful. That's how he ended the quote. Yeah. Everything is beautiful. Can't you see him saying that? So anyway, I had to share that. Um, but my next, the next thing is okay. As basic as showering. Okay. Some people, whatever, they shower at night or morning. But if you're a morning shower, listen to beautiful music. Use soaps that are scented well. Use good soaps. Um, you know, change things up. 
have some sort of body wash fragrance to complement the season you're in for the spring you know find lavender rose jasmine for the summer do like citrus stuff basil lemongrass um fall obviously pumpkin cinnamon apple um winter peppermint chocolate grapefruit like use like have it be a decadent moment i mean smells and and taking that moment in the warmth in the hot shower but yet adding something important adding a, a luxurious important component to it um next flame we have talked about candles and the the importance of the flame with this whole huga concept light a candle as a part of a morning routine and bless one person in your life every day and think about that person just for a short while and think about how they've impacted your life your life in a positive light and perhaps the lessons that you've learned from them and send good thoughts out to the world. Um, it's, that is a, actually a very huga thing to do. And lastly, invoking all of your senses. And this is not a new concept. I, I have, you know, made efforts to invoke all of my senses during different times, especially during high anxiety times. But this, this was a suggestion for in the morning before you drive off to work or start your day or run errands or log in on your computer if you work at home, make sure that you use all five of your senses. And here are some examples. So touch, touch something soft, luxurious, pet, pet your cat or your dog. Um, Next, listen. Listen to beautiful music, birds as you're getting ready, preferably not Mad Men and John Ham. <laughs> but beautiful music. Don't um, don't judge don't judge me. Birds. <laughs> Next, look. Look for something of beauty. Could be in the summer, spring, even fall. There's colors and blooms and flowers. And, um, you know, even in the winter, look at there's there's lights, there's fruit, there's, you know, absorb the details around you. Next, taste something decadent. Uh, could be tea, um, the, the special creamer in your coffee, berries, you know, with your breakfast, so, something along those lines. And then lastly, smell. And I saved coffee for that because, you know, the smell of coffee in the morning um, to just sit and enjoy it and just breathe it in is an experience all in itself. Um, also, um, one of the suggestions was to add a few drops of essential oil to water in like a spray bottle and mist your car before taking off. And it just kind of changes up your atmosphere on your way to work. So those are some morning routines that I am not necessarily practicing every day, the praying part, but I wanted to talk to you kind of take it a step further. Um, and just, just to help you be inspired to try something different as long along with myself and evening stuff. I actually have, have um, a bigger list as far as the um, evening routines, but why don't you talk about your evening routine, Mary Catherine, and then I will go into some new ideas. I'm just, I'm still trying to get past the fact that the gentleman that gave us such an, 
quote about each day being a blessing was also the same mind that wrote the songs Erotic City and P Control. <laughs> but that's neither here Prince nor is, you know, he is a, he, he's, um, that's a whole other episode, maybe a whole other season. <laughs> I, I'm a big Prince lover. And a season wow, of Prince. Wow talk about the talent i went to his mansion too last summer my youngest daughter and i we were in minneapolis my oldest daughter was doing an internship out there so she was working and my youngest daughter and i she she was very kind she she loves prince now but she was not the crazy fan that i was and so we went to his mansion and got the tour and actually you get to experience kind of the next best best thing to one of his concerts because you know his home right a concert hall as well as like a little a little like bar area for like smaller concerts and um it was fantastic and just what uh again don't get me going to get getting me going on prince is a lot like getting mary Catherine going on john ham so (laughs) truth um so my evening routine is pretty basic um my my boyfriend always when before we lived together um when we'd be talking to each other at night and I would ask him what he was doing um whenever he would have his son with him at his house he would always say we're getting in the wind down and um you know just starting to relax starting to get ready for bed starting to get yourself into that slower um thought process uh I would liken it to kind of when I'm teaching yoga as we start to get into our final stretches and preparing for our relaxation and meditation time just getting into a slower pace um some there's something relaxing about like an evening bath or an evening shower um i'm i'm a night showerer Uh, i can't like if i'm gonna um i'll wash my hair and go to bed with a wet head Um, I don't particularly care for blow drying my hair all that much. So um, that shower bath is definitely part of my evening routine. Um, And I remember once when I was going through a particularly rough time in my life, my mom would always tell me to go take a shower and wash the day off. And imagine the water is washing away all of the bad thoughts and the sadness. That's actually a meditation. That's there's shower meditations out there. It it makes for a great shower meditation. Absolutely. Um, as Heather said, scents and oils. Um, I have a lavender spray that I use for my pillow. Diffusers can also. I've used diffusers in the past. Um, planning my day. That doesn't sound like a huga activity, but there is something comforting and cozy about being able to go to bed knowing you're fully prepared for the next day. So Wednesdays are a busy day for me. Um, I I work. I meet with my personal trainer and I teach yoga. So I will leave home on Wednesday about seven o'clock in the morning and I get home at nine that night. So especially on Tuesday nights, I am planning my outfit for the next day and packing my gym bag and getting all of my yoga stuff together, my mat, my, all my um, tools that I need for my class and have as much work as you done as you possibly can for your next day. Um, it just makes when I crawl into bed, there's this comfort knowing that I'm, I'm prepared and I'm, I'm ready. Um, cozy pajamas and socks. I know we talked about that last episode with 
you know, the Huga experiences, but that, that was actually on my list of 21 things for 2021 was to start using real pajamas. <laughs> as silly as it sounds and not sleeping in my gym shorts or, um, you know, workout clothes, not workout clothes that I'd worked out in, but mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yoga pants and things like that. And definitely skincare, um, you know, washing your face. You can even use that shower meditation as you're washing your face as well. Um, but making sure that I've given my skin and my body, um, you know, taking any supplement, nighttime supplements or anything like that, making sure that your skin and your body are well nourished before you go to bed and giving them the nourishment that they need to heal and to rest as you sleep. Mm-hmm. And we talk about skincare and supplements, but also making sure that you've given yourself mental nourishment before you go to sleep. And at the, I, I have one last quote to finish at the end of every day, Benjamin Franklin always used to ask himself, what good have I done today? Oh, I was going to talk about oh, that. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your quote. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I love it. I love it when we're aligned and we don't even know it. <laughs> I, love I love it. that. I love that. You are giving your brain that nourishment. So just giving your body everything you need inside and out to feel completely cozy and feel completely comforted when you crawl into bed. Yes. So... That I was actually gonna close with that. I love oh, it. Oh, mother ever. Because it's something that I don't do, and I I came across it, and I love it. It's it just in your mind. Think of it as one question. If you're driving, if you can't write, just just think one question and think Benjamin Franklin, and it's what good have I done today? And I love that idea for the end of every day. So if you ask yourself that question each night you're more likely to prioritize your day with at least one positive action that will have some sort of ripple effect on people's lives. And I think that's just fantastically amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I won't end with that, but um, so is, was that your evening routine? Mary Catherine? That is my evening routine. Okay. So here's a few things I found that I, again, I'm not doing, these are not part of my routine, but it's things that I have found that intrigue me. So, okay, listen to this. I love this. Good night, moon. Make it an evening ritual to go outside wrapped in a blanket, like literally (sighs) go two feet outside your back door and say good night to the moon. And it, it signifies like how, you know, we forget how the most beautiful things in the world are free. I, I love that. I love that. That is a ritual that is practiced other places. And uh, when I found that, I'm like, I, okay, I don't know that I would do it every single day, but I love just the, I love the idea of that. Um, you know, even if we did it on warm summer nights and, or really, you know, quiet evenings when the air is crisp and we see a nice, beautiful moon out our window to go out, wrap yourself all in a cozy blanket and say goodnight to the moon. I love it. Um, okay. So, and I, I am doing this, but I didn't realize I was doing this, but I want to share it because I think that so many people think that. Um, you need to sleep with like 
you know, your, your thermostat cranked right up. But so keeping it cool and actually the optimal temperature to keep your bedroom for a perfect night's sleep is between 60 and 67 degrees. Remember that between 60 and 67 degrees Fahrenheit. And did you know that your body temperature actually decreases while you sleep? And if you keep your bedroom temperature too warm, your body will try and regulate itself. And this keeps you from having optimal sleep if you're too warm. So hmm. I, that's a little little trivia that, um, and because I love sleeping in a cool room, but not everybody does. So now I kind of have my proof. I have my research behind it. So remember that a cool room is a really good part of an evening routine. Um, next, uh, I talked about, I'm not going to talk about playlists. I talked about that in a previous episode. I will post some of my fantastic Huga playlists for you. Um, okay. This goes in line with the cooler air, but open your windows for even just a few minutes. And they talked about the benefits of opening your windows every day for, for even just a couple minutes. I know sometimes you know, it's Michigan. We live in Michigan. It gets cold, but one of the reasons it's a good idea. Um, it, well, actually it can lower the carbon dioxide levels in your home. And, but really it is proven to help you fall asleep 23% better. And so who knew something so simple could help get the, you know, the one thing most of us need more of, which is sleep. So it's um, just that switch in, in air and breathing that fresh air can actually help you. Um, writing down the things that you have to do tomorrow. Um, so really, you know, I know, Mary, Catherine, you talked about doing that, but how many times have we gone to bed, we toss and turn, we're unable to sleep because we're thinking about the next day? Oh. Those thoughts swirling around, a ruffled mind makes a restless pillow. That's from Charlotte Grande. Um, so making sure you write everything that you need to do for the next day before climbing into bed, it will help you feel settled it will help you fall asleep faster. So keep a notebook by your bedside, purge your thoughts, do a brain dump. So you don't have to think about those things until the next day. And really that's how you can look at it. You're putting it down there. Boom. It's there. You do not have to think about it anymore because it's going to be there when you wake up the next day. Um, focusing on happiness. Um, so a question, what makes your heart happy? And uh, the evening hours, the, there's been research. The evening hours is the perfect time to do something you enjoy. Obviously, every time is the perfect time to do something that we enjoy. But the evening, so, you know, whether it's the, whether the source of that joy is, let's say, a hobby or, I don't know, working through, looking through pictures, happy memories, um, you know, let your last thoughts at night be source of nourishment to your day and plants they need fertilizer to grow yet somehow we as humans think that we can go without doing something good for ourselves day after day without consequence so remember that every night look to do 20 minutes of something that you like that you love and it'll give you you know the energy to handle your day-to-day -day stress better so that is not more of a bedtime routine, but more of like an evening must have 
look at your evenings and make sure for at least 20 minutes you're doing something that you love to do. And that's that. So we hope that this has given you some ideas on how to start and end your day with Huga. And we will be bringing you more Huga inspiration and ideas in the coming week. And until then, we're real, we're live, and we're women. Thank you for listening to The Naked Truth. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications, as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's The Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at The Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewart Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.